history and our history. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Miss Here on History. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Mystery in Our History podcast, where we take an in-depth look at all things urban legend and conspiracy theory related and how they came to be. I'm J.R. Supa. That's Chris Berry. Here we go. I don't know why. Like, that's first line of this freaking <laughs> podcast, and I already can't speak. Uh-oh. Better crack another white cloth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, well, it was only a matter of time before we went back to the conspiracy theory well. Mm-hmm. And this week we're going to be discussing a relatively recent topic and conspiracy theory, which is Pizzagate. Yeah. So yep. for those of Good you going, what the fuck is Pizzagate, uh, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> yep. So buckle up, buckaroos, because yes. this one's pretty, it's pretty grim, yep. but it's... So Pizzagate is a conspiracy theory that went viral during the 2016 United States presidential election cycle. It has been extensively discredited by a wide range of organizations, including the Metropolitan Police Department of the District of Columbia. Yeah, and I personally feel like it was a conspiracy theory before that date, but then I actually like looked back at it and couldn't find anything that was predating to 2016 it's because there's there's another conspiracy theory that we're going to get into eventually not this episode but very soon um something about who controls the internet (laughs) that predates um pizzagate but also directly correlates to pizzagate yeah so now Take that with a grain of salt, too, because once we tell you who was involved and implicated with Pizzagate, you may say, well, of course it was debunked. Uh, Either they're not involved and there's every reason to make it disappear, or how the hell would they actually be involved in that? You know, they're either involved and they, they need to make it go away, or they're not involved and it needs to go away. Yeah. Right. Uh, but either way, it's going to get debunked because if it wasn't the U.S. government, would have probably collapsed. Yeah. And honestly, at this point, I'm not even sure if our government collapsing is going to be a bad thing. Um, I feel like we're, we're at, <laughs> that's, we that's need a argument. fresh start. Yeah. That's a fair I just argument. think we need a fresh fresh start at this point. We're so inflated. We're so useless. They don't work for us anymore. Yeah. Uh, I digress. It's it's really a conversation for another like podcast even (laughs) so but start a political podcast right that's it um well before we say anything else and go any further in this episode it's disclaimer time everything Mm -hmm. you are about to hear in our podcast today is all alleged and conjecture or conjecture either one so this is all encompassing finger quotes to Everything around the whole world allegedly preceding everything we say. <laughs> yep. And uh, that, you know, so I just want to make sure you hear that. Uh, you know, I'm not going to throw any names out there, Hillary or Skippy Podosta. It's all alleged. I don't want to uh, wake up having commit suicide. Yes. Um, 
<laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> so, anyway, in March of 2016, the personal email account of John Podesta, Hillary Clinton's campaign manager, was hacked in a spear phishing attack. WikiLeaks published his emails in November of 2016. Proponents of Pizzagate conspiracy theory falsely claimed the emails contained coded messages that connected several U.S. restaurants and high-ranking officials of the Democratic Party with an alleged human trafficking and child sex ring. One of the establishments allegedly involved was the Comet Ping Pong Restaurant and Pizzeria in Washington, D.C., Yes, it indeed was. Now, members of the alt-right and other opponents of Clinton's presidential campaign, they spread the conspiracy theory on social media outlets such as 4chan, 8chan, and Twitter. Why isn't there a 16chan, by the way? Yeah, it's going too far at that point. (laughs) In response, a man from North Carolina traveled to Comet Ping Pong to investigate the conspiracy and fired a rifle inside the restaurant. The restaurant owner and staff also received death threats from conspiracy theorists. Yeah. And that's the kind of shit that makes us all look bad. So you Us know, meaning like, what conspiracy the fuck? theorists? Yeah. Like, so, you know, what the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah. Like, don't shoot up a place up on, like, suspicion alone. Don't shoot also, up a place, period. Yeah, I was going to say, in fact, just don't shoot up any place. Like, how about that? Because it's just Jesus Christ. Don't shoot up places. Yeah. That's that's yeah, let the alone golden on, rule. On hint of suspicion, nonetheless. Yeah. Jesus, yo. Take a chin. Like, right, don't get me wrong. Out. Human trafficking and child abuse is an extremely, are two very messed up things. Yes. But as a civilian, you still don't have the right to just go shoot up someplace. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You just, yeah. But, so the origin, let's start at the origin of this whole thing. Okay. On October 30th, 2016, a Twitter account that posted white supremacist material and presented itself as run by a New York lawyer claimed that the New York City Police Department had discovered a pedophilia ring linked to members of the Democratic Party while searching through Anthony Weiner's emails. Remember Anthony Weiner? I do. The most ironically named, what was he, a governor? Uh, Politician. right? Yeah, he was the most ironically named politician ever because he literally just likes sending pictures of his junk to women. Mm Mm-hmm. Disgusting. Yes. Throughout October and November of 2016, WikiLeaks had published John Podesta's emails. Proponents of the theory read the emails and alleged they contained code words for pedophilia and human trafficking. Proponents also claimed Comet Ping Pong was a meeting ground for satanic ritual abuse. (laughs) So, uh, jumping back to Mr. Wiener there, uh, I was... Just, I just found out that February this year, he got registered as a sex offender, to which I say good. It took um, two and a half years for that to happen? It took forever for that Three to happen. Whatever it was, yeah. So it's like, okay, the wheels of justice are moving, but geez, man, are Slowly. they moving slow. 
Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about more slow moving wheels of justice next episode yeah. too. But yeah. now the story was later posted on a fake news websites, uh, beginning with your Newswire, which cited a 4chan post from earlier that year, uh, including subjectpolitics.com, which added the claim that the NYPD had raided Hillary Clinton's property. The conservative Daily Post ran a headline claiming the Federal Bureau of Investigation had confirmed the theory. <laughs> like, All, again, fake news websites. Yeah. Also, maybe don't cite 4chan as a, as a credible source. Like, <laughs> right? How about that? Like, listen, I've seen some things that, like, were posted on there beforehand that had come true maybe in the next two days. People people post there anonymously, and it, that it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I, I I'm digressing. Also, I assume you're getting all this from Wiki, yeah? Are most of it from Wiki? A lot of it is from Wiki, and then I I yeah. kind of just doubled the search and and checked it against a couple extra websites to make sure. It's funny because again, this like PizzaGate thing that I've been following. It's just like everything in here is just like from the the wiki is like alt-right pro-trump conservative groups and it's just like uh yeah not everyone though was the was the right wing nut job case in point like i followed it beforehand too it's just it's it's still it's just weird yeah well all right so that's what happened then all of this hits social media so according to the bbc the allegations spread to the quote mainstream internet several days before the 2016 presidential election after a Reddit user posted a Pizzagate, quote, evidence document. The original Reddit post, removed sometime between November 4 and 21, alleged the involvement of the Washington, D.C. business Comet Ping Pong. Yep. And also, you know, not suspicious at all. Right, guys? You just don't look, keep moving. <laughs> mm-hmm. so it was up and now it's gone no reason yeah. why it's swept up essentially everyone associated with the business is making semi-overt semi-tongue-in-cheek and semi-sarcastic inferences towards sex with minors the artists that work for and with the business also generate nothing but cultish imagery of disembodiment blood beheading sex and of course pizza yeah and uh that that imagery is literally plastered everywhere it's weird because, like, honestly, if there wasn't that weird underlying, like, conspiracy with it, I would just be like, oh, it's just, you know, it's art. Freedom of speech, like, it, it gets weird. Art gets weird. If it wasn't weird, it wouldn't be art. Yeah, that's fair. And we have some of those pictures um, of some of the art throughout Comet Ping Pong, and uh, we'll post those on Instagram, and, and they'll be up on your screen if you're watching on YouTube. Now, the story was picked up by other fake news websites like InfoWars, Planet Free Will, and The Vigilant Citizen, and was promoted by alt-right activists such as Mike Cernovich, Brittany Pettibone, and Jack Posobiec. Other promoters included David Seaman, former writer for TheStreet.com, CBS 46 anchor Ben Swan, basketball player Andrew Bogut, and Minecraft creator Marcus Person. On December 30th, as Andrew Bogut, the basketball player, recovered from a knee injury, members of the uh, subreddit, the Donald community, promoted a false theory that his injury was connected to his support for Pizzagate. Jonathan Albright, an assistant professor of media analytics at Elon University, said that the 
uh, sorry, disproportionate number of tweets about Pizzagate came from the Czech Republic, Cyprus, and Vietnam, and that some of the most frequent retweeters were bots. And I wonder why they were bots. Um, I wonder if the bots are just located in those areas or if there was like an actual uptick in interest. Or could have been Russia. Yeah, or just VPNs, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, members of the Reddit community, um, R. The Donald, created the subreddit uh, R. Pizzagate to further develop the conspiracy theory. The sub was banned on November 23rd for violating Reddit's anti-doxing policy after users post personal details of people connected to the alleged conspiracy. Reddit released a statement afterwards saying, we don't want witch hunts on our site. And after the ban on Reddit, the discussion was moved to the Pizzagate sub on Vote, a website similar to Reddit. Yeah, and that's rich. We don't want witch hunts on our site. Yeah, so here's a tangent for you, JR. I fucking hate Reddit. That whole that whole piece of shit <laughs> hot website. Take. Chris Berry's hot yeah. takes. Okay, so that, that, that whole piece of shit website just does nothing but plays favorites. And, and quite honestly... Um, panders very heavily to the like the left, and like that's fine, whatever. I consider myself like a centrist, um, have been for a while. I've been uh, registered as undecided or independent. I forget which one it is. Um, but I always just kind of vote whoever I feel has the best policies. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't like to take sides because I feel both sides are very very tribal, and I'm saying all this because I I just find it so funny that Reddit will take our PizzaGate stating uh, they'll take it down stating we don't want witch hunts but um you know i've seen subreddits like art politics uh running unchecked you remember when um you remember when that little like that the kid at the lincoln memorial was like smiling in the face of the native man playing the drum mm-hmm. you remember when that video came out i think so yeah our our politics doxed a 13 year old kid over that put out his personal information put it all over the website left it up Everyone was just like, hey, you should probably take that down. That's a, that's like information of a minor. Yeah. And they just left it up unchecked, unrun, because eh, it was, you know, it, it was a kid who supported the right. You know what I mean? And therefore, a mortal enemy of everyone on Reddit. Therefore, the, their attitude is basically their safety is not our concern. And that's crazy. Yeah. It's just one of those things where it's just like, in order to like keep an integrity of things, you, you, you have to work both sides or you have to basically play by the rules on both sides you can't just favor one over the other no but anyway i digress i fucking hate reddit they do that shit all the time (laughs) anyway back back to the show (laughs) all right so before we get back to the show okay um i will start off by saying this is why i i chive Mm -hmm. because it's just so much nicer is is chive another like reddit alternative no that not really with like the subreddits and all that stuff the chive is just like a community you know what i mean like reddit likes to Mm -hmm. say that they're a community and and there's a reddit for everything and blah 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 but like the chive is just so much nicer like their their morals the things they do for charity like all that kind of stuff it's just like the chive is just very chill and fun and they still post stuff and you know talk about stuff and blah 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 but as far as reddit's concerned um it's hard to disagree with you at the same time i enjoy reddit 
Um, yeah. Oh, me too. I'm on there. There's a lot of hypocrisy. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing is there's, there's, it's just like any other site, right? So like there's a, there's a few bad apples that just ruin it for, or, or make everyone else, I shouldn't say they ruin it, but they make everybody else look bad. Right. So, but right. I think because Reddit is such a huge thing, there's just, statistically speaking, there's just that many more bad apples. Yeah. And they make, they play the whole like, oh, we're trying to be like, uh, we're trying to be more marketable for a broader audience kind of thing. And it's like, I, I get that. Right. But like, you can't just silence people who, who go a little bit against the grain. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's insane. But also, if this podcast ever gets famous, we're going to end up doing an AMA. So whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. <All> right. <laughs> Why not? I'm ready for it. Yeah. So um, you prepare to get trashed. I'll prepare to tell everybody how much I love Reddit. Okay. All right. Back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Some serious Pizzagate proponents, including Dave Seaman. Mm, Dave Cum for short, by the way. <laughs> and Michael Flynn. <laughs> Michael, uh, Michael G. Flynn, which is Michael Flynn's son, uh, have evolved the conspiracy into a broader government conspiracy called Pedogate. Okay. I'm sure you can figure out that meaning. Now, according to this theory, a satanic cabal of elites of the New World Order operates international child sex trafficking rings. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. And we're we're, we're all aware of satanic panic, and that's exactly what this sounds like here. Yeah. But, hey. But, moving on, let's talk about comic ping pong. Okay. Sorry, comet ping pong. After the spread of the theory by Reddit, because there really is a subreddit for everything, this is a summary of what linked Comet Pizza to Pizzagate. Comet Pizza is a pizza place owned by James Elephantis, who is the former boyfriend of David Brock, the CEO of Correct the Record. It's been the venue for dozens of events for the Hillary Clinton campaign staff, Uh, John Podesta has had campaign fundraisers there for both Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. And John's brother and business partner, Tony Podesta, has had his birthday party there every year. Yep. For however long, I don't know. (laughs) I just love how things line up in this conspiracy, by the way. Yeah. They line up nice. They really, really do. Mm -hmm. But... It's also a dive that, according to reviews and photos, has hidden bathroom doors and creepy murals. The bathrooms in particular have murals exclusively of nude women, as well as the great deal of graffiti relating to sex. And reviews of the restaurant are bizarrely polarized. Websites describing it positively note that there are regularly uh, unsupervised children running around. Their menu includes quote-unquote pedophilic symbols as do the signs and decorations of other neighboring businesses so it's funny it's just like i welcome anyone listening to show me any other pizza place that has art and symbolism like that like hanging around it's like for fuck's sake it's just a pizza place chill out y'all well and we also so we have um some of these photos and stuff of like (laughs) the artwork and and um again like this one's a stretch the pedophilic symbol 
that Comet Pizza uses is a stretch because it's all from like the FBI. Yeah, the, the it's like uh was it's like titled the boy level symbol, right? It's like a triangle that just keeps going in on itself. No. 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 So the one on Comet Ping Pong that they're talking about is the one that is it's on their menu and it's two ping pong paddles that are essentially in the shape of an X. And according to the FBI, and again, we'll post the different pedophilic symbols. Um, according to the FBI, there's like a, pedof- a pedo symbol that is two hearts that are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it kind of looks like it. But yeah. that one, excuse me, that one's a stretch. The ones Weird. from the restaurants surrounding Comet Pizza are way closer to those FBI symbols than Comet Pizza's is. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. It's a little weird. Like, it's it it's, a, it's a huge stretch for that symbol. Like, I understand what they're saying. That one's a huge stretch. But, like, you'll look at that triangle that you were just talking about. There's another hmm. store around the corner that, like, uses that triangle almost verbatim. Gotcha. Like, it's, yeah. it's that symbol. <laughs> It's, yeah. Like that's more creepy in my opinion, for sure. For sure. So, um, but the music acts and the posters promoting the same acts are bizarre in their presentation, content, lyrical focus, but are still promoted as being for all ages. The overtly sexual content would suggest otherwise. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, uh, the same has taken place in reference to videos recorded inside Comet Ping Pong by people that frequent their establishment, as well as video conf- uh, referencing Comet Ping Pong positively for, from the exterior. Now, while initially not the central focus of the investigation at the onset, Comet Ping Pong is much more overt and much more disturbing hub of coincidences, like we were just saying. Everyone associated with the business is making semi-overt, semi-tongue-in-cheek, and semi-sarcastic inferences towards sex with minors. The artists that work for and with the business also generate nothing but cultist imagery of disembodiment, blood, beheading, sex, and pizza. Yeah, and it's funny, too, because it's not just, like, um, people, like, let me restart that. It's like the people associated with the establishment, even people like Hollywood actors or Hollywood elite that go there and you know for whatever reason these actors have strong political ties they're going to comet pizza but they live out in hollywood you know what i mean and again they do yeah. the tongue-in-cheek semi-sarcastic references towards this stuff and it's just like uh, what's up you know what i mean like what's going on with that no pizza unless you're traveling to italy is good enough to leave your state to go get that's true. That's true. I don't uh, care. Listen, I'm from Connecticut. We have three of the top-rated pizza places in the country, all in one city. Never mind the rest of the pizza places that are holes in the walls and, like, personally, in my opinion, sometimes better. But, I like, if I'm, if I, if I'm in New York, I'm not coming back to Connecticut just for pizza. I'll just get pizza in New York. If I'm in Florida... I'll just get pizza in Florida. I'm not coming back to Connecticut just for pizza. So to say I live out in L.A., 
God, I could really go for some Comet pizza. The argument can be made that, well, if you have that much money, you can do whatever the hell you want. And if you want to go across the country for pizza, you can go across the country for pizza. Absolutely. But give me a break. Yeah. No fucking way it's that good to fly like, across country. Yeah, it just come on. Give me a break. Like, who's actually yeah. going to do that? I know. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Like, it's it's legit. Yeah. Now, several pages were linked to the support, uh, to support the details of the claim. An email in which David Brock was described as batshit crazy by Clinton uh, associate Nira Tandon was among them. And the, mo- and the post primarily focused on Elephantis and his loose ties to the Clinton campaign via a former romantic relationship with Dave Brock of Media Matters for America. Now, users tracked down Aliphantus's purported Instagram account, uh, account, since deleted or restricted, which they said hosted images of children, gay clubs, drugs, and generally, quote, bizarre or unsettling imagery. Yeah, a couple of red flags there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> again, <laughs> uh, like... It's well, a freedom freedom of speech, freedom of expression, but... But like, again, it's oh. also like there are a lot of coincidences... And a lot of things that just make you look at it. Like, if none of these things existed, everybody would be like, nah, it's just propaganda. Right, right. You know, oh, it's just it's just somebody trying to fuck with the Democrats because the election's coming up and blah, blah, blah. Like, they're just doing whatever they can to do whatever they can to make sure this shit goes down. But, like, then the investigation starts and then things start coming to light and it's like well it's very unlikely but at the same time look at this <laughs> yeah and, and again like uh, going back again it's like the people that are connected to these specific people when they go and visit they always again have that weird ass tongue-in-cheek thing going on when they're hanging out together you know what yeah. i mean and it's just like always a weird thinly veiled like it's weird. Like, yeah, pedo it's reference. Just, yeah, it's, it's very bizarre. Like, I don't... <laughs> now, um, if you're watching again on YouTube, there's a few pictures related to Comic Pizza if we that we haven't already showed uh, and the alleged pedophile symbols that we were just talking about. So those are up on the screen now. We'll also post these to the at 4GuysMedia. Um, now, there's a picture of the menu, like I was saying, using the two ping pong paddles like an X. Again... It's a, it, for me, that's a stretch. Um, yeah. But then there's also the huge refrigerated room in the basement, which is kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not much else you can really link to that without any evidence. It's right. just a yeah. giant refrigerated room. It's like oversized, though. It's like there's no reason to have it. Like um, that big of a room, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, the symbol from other surrounding businesses, which all bears a resemblance to some of those pedophile symbols. And uh, I wanted to jump in real quick and say that there are also alleged underground tunnels that go to Comet Pizza. Um, although there's like and no this I hard... didn't know. Yeah, and, and again, there's no hard evidence on this that is like, hey, yeah, there's definitely a tunnel that goes there. It's just people suspecting it, um, and they suspect that the seventy-five thousand feet of unused underground metro space. Uh, that's known as DuPont Circle underneath DC is connected to Comet Pizza as Comet Pizza is on Connecticut Avenue uh, and there's a branch that goes directly underneath. 
Um, That's interesting. And and it's sealed off outside to the public. Um, so no one from outside can get in there. Right. So again, there's no solid proof of this. However, there are pictures of the owner, uh, James Alphantis and famous architect, Oliver Miller standing outside a comet pizza from 2012. And the caption just says building secrets. See, that's what I'm saying. It's like all of this stuff. It's so tongue in cheek. It's so suspicious. It's just weird. Like it just. It's so suspicious. It just ends up being weird. Yeah. So again, uh, no proof really. All that is. But they're not doing themselves any favors. Yeah. All, (laughs) all, All that. All that's really like is is proven here is that architectural work was done on 2012 at comet pizza yeah um somewhere inside but we don't know what secrets secrets they're building secrets y'all just, all right sam keep your secrets <sighs> <For real. laughs> all right comet keep your secrets cut. <laughs> well as pizzagate spread comet ping pong received hundreds of threats from the theory's believers and the theory's believers <laughs> the restaurant's owner, James Elephantis, told the New York Times, quote, from this insane fabricated conspiracy theory, we've come under constant assault. I've done nothing for days but try to clean up, clean this up and protect my staff and friends from being terrorized. I mean, that's just what any good business owner would do in that instance. So I can't even fault the man for that. No. Now, and but so here's the thing. If this guy is running a business that's helping run a pedophile ring then you deserve everything that's coming to you. If this is all right. a bunch of horse, you know, hawk, horse hockey, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. this guy does not deserve this, and I feel terrible for him. Yeah, exactly. And until, until actual proof comes out, that's my stance, is I feel bad for this guy because this is crazy. But if it comes out that this guy was actually involved in this and they were actually doing that stuff then I wish the guy that shot up the place got him. Right. Agreed. But Even though that guy still had no right to shoot up the place, but that's beside the point entirely. Going back... It's a ricochet. Yeah. <laughs> Pizzagate-related harassment of businesses extended beyond Comet Ping Pong to include other nearby D.C. businesses such as Besta Pizza, three doors down from Comet, Little Red Fox, the popular bookstore Politics and Prose, and the French Bistro Terrasol. These businesses received a high volume of threatening and menacing telephone calls, including death threats, and also experienced online harassment. The co-owners of Little Red Fox and Terrasol filed police reports. Man, talk about, like, misdirected anger, huh? It's like... But these are also, I think these are some of the businesses that had those, like, extra pedo symbols or some weird stuff. Right. So, like, people were just... Again, just fighting them on a hunch is not, yeah, the, it's still not, not right. the right way to do it i get like trying to bring awareness to things but but the other problem too is this is where like the conspiracy comes in right this is the main focus of the conspiracy is i'm sitting here and you're sitting here and we're saying like for these people to be harassed is messed up Mm -hmm. right but you know, and like for me, I want to sit here and I'd be like, listen, no one has the right to go in and shoot up these places. No one has the right to like threaten these people or do these terrible things to these people. You should let the authorities do what they do. And if the authorities say, 
it's nothing, they haven't found anything, then they haven't found anything. But the whole point of the conspiracy theory is if these people are, are really doing it and they're prominent government officials and Democrats and whatever, they're definitely powerful enough to make it go away. And that's that's what turns this into a vicious cycle. Yeah. Well, they have, you know, the police in their pocket or the FBI in their pocket or whatever, you know? Yeah. So, and that's the thing. It's like now you can't trust the police, no justice, no peace, because they're not going to do their jobs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's it's such a slippery slope, man. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Now, this also spread beyond D.C., Right, so Brooklyn restaurant Roberta's was also pulled into the hoax, receiving harassing phone calls, including a call from an unidentified person telling an employee that she was, quote, going to bleed and be tortured, end quote. The restaurant became involved after a since-removed YouTube video used images from their social media accounts to imply they were part of the hoax sex ring. Others then spread the accusations on social media, claiming the Clinton family loves Roberta's. <laughs> and, uh, again, I want to I want to throw out there: Roberta's is a pizza place, uh, so it's just funny how some of these fools just act on instinct for the reason of oh, do you, just the Clintons do you guys, endorsing it. Do you guys serve pizza? Yeah, yeah, pedo ring. Yeah, do the Clintons like your pizza? You filthy pedophiles! Like, also, it's insane. So, but here's the thing too: is okay, so. It, this all starts in D.C., right? Mm-hmm. Major metro, East Coast, D.C. Spreads to New York. Still major metro, East Coast. Yeah. Then it goes to East Side Pies in Austin, Texas. Jesus, come on, man. Where they saw one of their delivery trucks vandalized with an epithet and was the target of online harassment related to their supposed involvement in Pizzagate, alleged connections to the CIA and the Illuminati. That's the new one for me. I haven't heard of any of that. But again, it's just like, oh, is that graffiti on this side? Sure shot way. They're hauling kids in there. Like, what? Relax, it's just, y'all. It's ridiculous. The Federal Bureau of Investigation investigated Pizzagate-related threats in March 2017 as part of a probe into possible Russian interference in the 2016 United States elections. The FBI. (laughs) So, let's talk about the assault on pizza. Okay. The the one in particular. Uh, On December 4th, 2016... Edgar Madison Welch, a 28-year-old man from Salisbury, North Carolina, arrived at Comet Ping Pong and fired three shots from an AR-15 style rifle that struck the restaurant's walls, a desk, and a door. Welch later told the police that he had planned to self-investigate the conspiracy theory. Welch saw himself as the potential hero of the story, a rescuer of children. He surrendered after officers surrounded the restaurant and was arrested without incident. No one was injured. God, what a what a fucking idiot, man. Just the whole, like, uh, I'm here to save the children by bucking off shots in a restaurant full yep. of them and self-investigating. Like, 
you idiot. There's a better way to do that. You know what I mean? Like, this guy just makes all humanity look bad, honestly. That guy should have been shot on sight. Agreed. Period. Yeah. Anybody who brandishes a weapon and fires a weapon in public with the intent of causing harm or fear to Mm -hmm. others in public regardless of what those others have done unless they have assaulted you directly the person with the gun should be shot on sight period you don't have to take away their guns shoot them on sight for being an idiot death penalty no trial just open fire (laughs) (laughs) stupid people should stupid people like this guy people who do these heinous things there's mass shootings happening all the time now it's absolutely ridiculous kill them tell the the country why you killed them and that's it no investigation into them no investigation into who they were no reading their manifestos just fucking get them off the streets end it who cares that's it done and then maybe people will stop doing it yep stop shining the light on them i digress yep (laughs) jr's rant time i know yeah sorry (laughs) (laughs) welch told police that he had read online the comet restaurant was harboring child sex slaves and that he wanted to see for them himself if they were there in an interview with the new york times again why is new york times interviewing this asshole right welch later said actually I i take that back like it's, it's If they were just giving him 15 minutes and doing like an expose, then fuck them. If they interview him and get facts, totally different story. I don't know enough about it, but... Welch later said that he regretted how he had handled the situation, but did not dismiss the conspiracy theory and should still be shot, uh, and rejected the description of it as fake news. Some conspiracy theorists speculated the shooting was a staged attempt to discredit their investigations. Hmm. So they thought he was a patsy, huh? That's pretty doubtful. Yep. Also, here's the thing. Like, if I was close enough to Comet Pizza and wanted to investigate myself, I would go there, scope it out, like maybe case the place overnight or whatever. But like, never in my life would I just show up with a gun and start bucking off shots like an asshole. No, because you're not a psycho. Right. Right. That's just what, you know, normal people just don't do that. It's just. God damn. It's really upsetting. Let's talk about debunking this conspiracy theory. Okay. Now, remember what we said earlier. This particular conspiracy theory has been debunked or discredited by major media outlets, including Snopes.com and the New York Times. Take it with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. It's all alleged. (laughs) Even everything we're implying is still alleged. Correct. Yep. But again... That doesn't necessarily make this conspiracy theory untrue. Although there are no facts, real facts, to the contrary. If there really was a human trafficking ring and major members of our government were indeed involved, think about what would actually happen to the country as a whole. Right? A large amount of government employees, senators, congressmen and women, etc., would all be out of the job, leaving this country with a lot of empty chairs on Capitol Hill. 
there would be utter chaos. Oh yeah, pitchforks I'm not, be out. Right. I'm, I'm, and again, I'm not saying that any of it was true. I'm merely saying that there are a lot of people who benefit from this theory being debunked. And a lot of people are very powerful. Right. And uh, so here's something that is not alleged. And okay, I'm going to throw me. it out there. Uh, in September of 2015, uh, really close to the election year, mind you, mm-hmm. former President Barack Obama signed an executive order into law called Using Behavioral Science Insights to Better Serve the American People. Basically, in short, it's it's legalizing propaganda in the United States. Um, I, we could toss up a link. I, I did put it aside. So if you guys doubt me, you can go look for yourselves. We'll and link it in the description. Um, yeah, go look for yourselves. Um, it, and it extends to every platform. From TV to radio, even the internet. Now, um, it was brought to light in 2018 that online companies like Google, Twitter, Facebook, uh, just to name a few, uh, can now censor the internet and suppress information that they deem harmful under this act. That's fun. Um, so, <laughs> the... Also, U.S. news stations can push stories that haven't fully developed as long as there's a narrative to push. I'm sure you've seen that happening a lot in the last four years. Um, you know, there's just an inkling of news hits and then they're they're pushing uh, things that haven't even been verified. Um, case in point, I want to say the um, the uh, the Jussie Smollett attack in Chicago. Jussie Smollett. Jussie Smollett. Jussie Smollett. My bad. I've, I've, I've never watched Juicy Empire. Smollett. Juicy, but uh, so like that's that's one one of the cases where you know news news ran with a story before anything was developed or verified. Right. They had anywhere. no information whatsoever. They just ran it. They wanted this race bait in the news as hard as they could. Push, 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 push. It's so terrible what's going on. And like, yeah. listen, I get it. Racism in America is horrible, but get the facts down. Get, get, what happened to journalism? Yeah. Well, this happened to journalism, apparently. Um, so, you know, like, it's just all these things, you know, you just keep seeing it happening and you just keep seeing it happening more and more, you know. Um, and I, I hate to say it, but even like impeachment trials at this point, I'm getting so tired of it. There's no evidence to be found anywhere. It's all alleged, 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 alleged. We're having hearings over alleged items. Yeah, conjecture. It's all so tiresome. It is. Um, so it, it, that's the point I'm trying to bring. Um, and again, we'll have a link to, to that. Um, read through it, guys. You'll find it is very upsetting to read, yeah. quite frankly. Um, yeah, it's it's nuts. And I mean, just going to that point with like what the news does now this is something we may or may not cover next episode in a lot of detail and not to to give anything away but remember not too long ago the news story of that anchor the video of the news anchor that was like ranting during a commercial break even though Mm -hmm. her mic and the cameras were still on about that she had the epstein story three years ago Mm mm-hmm and they put a kibosh on it because Prince Andrew was involved and implicated. Right. And they wanted an interview with, like, Will and Kate, um, the royal family of England. Mm-hmm. 
So they crushed the Epstein story so that they wouldn't piss off the royal family so that they could interview Will and Kate because that was the hot news. And then she later, she immediately came out with like some kind of a um, apology statement and how <laughs> how um, she didn't realize the reason that they weren't covering the story was because they're planning a podcast that's going to come out, multi-episode podcast that's going to come out soon. Um, because that's what you do when you have, you know, breaking news. Is right. You, you like, you, as a news company, when you have breaking news, you like to suppress it so that you can put out a podcast three years later. It makes right. perfect sense. Uh, then they went and they found a scapegoat, uh, some girl that worked there at the time, didn't even work there anymore, accused her of editing the video, taking it off the hard drive, and being the one that distributed it to whoever posted it, which cost her her current job, because I think this was ABC, and she was now working at CBS, and CBS, as soon as that girl got named, she was immediately fired from CBS. CBS. Horrible. Yeah, Horrible. they just ruined somebody's life life because right. Like and that's and, why people think this is a conspiracy theory. Not again, not to just dive down a, a Jeffrey Epstein rabbit hole, but stuff like that happens and people go what the hell? Right. And it's so dangerous with this happening with this, you know, with the with the journalists not being uh, you know, honest in in America and and not telling the news stories that need to be told because then people start looking at other crazy alternative news, i.e. crazy things like InfoWars or, or uh, well, you know. Well, you know what? It's funny you should say that because <laughs> that's our next topic. Beautiful. Alex Jones and InfoWars because no government conspiracy theory <laughs> would be complete without hearing what Alex Jones has to say on the matter. God damn it. God bless this big titted bitch. Oh, Listen, I, I, <laughs> he, I, I think this man is absolutely entertaining as hell. He's so crazy. I mean, he thinks things are turning frogs gay. I, dude, he's just the most <laughs> insane person. Yes, the stuff that comes out of his mouth is absolutely insane. Um, yeah. When we cover, uh, whenever we cover the, we're going to be talking about Alex Jones a lot uh, when we cover the Sandy Hook conspiracy. Okay. Because he got into a lot of trouble. Yeah, he did. For he being did. a loud He, he went too moron. far on that one. Yeah. Yeah. But, again, it's not because of his content. Um, basically, some of the stuff that he has pushed has actually come to light. Because he's been doing it for so long. You know yeah. what I mean? He's, he's so, a crazy person. Again, he's a crazy person who was right on a couple of things. So people see that and they go, "Oh, Infowars. He was right about MK Ultra or Bohemian Grove. Like mm -hmm. he's a credible source." And that's yeah. not right. That's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> but again, bless that big titty bitch. I love yes. Alex Down. So after Comet Ping Pong had their shooting, Alex Jones backed off from the idea that the DC Pizzeria was the center of the conspiracy. On December fourth. InfoWars uploaded a YouTube video that linked Pizzagate to the November 13 death of a sex worker rights activist. Hmm, okay. The video falsely claimed that she had been investigating a link between the Clinton Foundation and human trafficking in Haiti. It speculated she had been murdered in connection with her investigation. And according to the activist's former employer, 
family, and friends, her death was in fact a suicide, and she was not investigating the Clinton Foundation. By December 14th, InfoWars had removed two of its three Pizzagate-related videos. That's exactly what you'd say if you're trying to cover something up, is it not? Also, but but I mean also, but Alex this is Jones, her family, like her family yeah. saying it was a it was a suicide. Like no, relax, I know, I know. relax, guy. <laughs> I know you got to relax, Alex Jones. Right, like I, they're not they're not calling for autopsy results or anything like that. They're like, nah, she killed herself. She was yeah. clearly depressed, and this is what happened. Yeah, he's making me look bad for standing up for him, so I'm gonna sit down for a second. <laughs> well, in February 2017. Alephantis' lawyers sent Jones a letter demanding an apology and a retraction. Under Texas law, Jones was given a month to comply or be subject to a libel suit. In March 2017, Alex Jones apologized to Alephantis for promulgating the conspiracy theory, saying, quote, To my knowledge today, neither Mr. Alephantis nor his restaurant Comic Ping Pong were involved in any human trafficking, as was part of the theories about Pizzagate, that were being written about in many media outlets and which we commented upon, end quote. Yeah, I mean, it's the right thing to do. And, like, if, even if you don't believe it, like, you know what I mean? Even if you still believe in the theory, yeah. like, I would publicly say it to stay out of trouble, like, even if I didn't mean it. Right. I don't know. It's just like, but it's just the right thing to do. Be a human. But wait, there's more. Oh, please. Michael Flynn and Michael mm-hmm. Flynn Jr., In November 2016, Michael T. Flynn, then on President-elect Donald Trump's transition team and Trump's designate for National Security Advisor, posted multiple tweets on Twitter containing conspiratorial material regarding Hillary Clinton. They alleged that Clinton's campaign manager, John Podesta, drank the blood and bodily fluids of other humans in satanic rituals, which Politico says quote, soon morphed into the hashtag Pizzagate conspiracy theory involving Comet Ping Pong, end quote. Thank God Politico had something to weigh in. (laughs) On November 2nd, 2016, Flynn tweeted a link to a story with unfounded accusations and wrote, quote, you decide NYPD blows whistle on new Hillary Clinton emails, money laundering, sex crimes with children, etc., must read, end quote. The tweet was shared by over 9,000 people, but was deleted from Flynn's account sometimes during December 12th to the 13th in 2016. Good old satanic panic. But also, again, that's just how it works, right? It works both ways now. Yep. Now these guys are going, uh, look, we found this news article. Don't bother verifying any of the facts. Just believe it. She's, you know what I mean? It's, it's... Well, so you remember... After the shooting, Alex Jones kind of backed off a little bit, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, after the shooting at Comet Ping Pong, Michael Flynn Jr., who Mm -hmm. is Michael Flynn's son and also a member of Trump's transition team, tweeted, quote, Until hashtag Pizzagate is proven to be false, it'll remain a story. The left seems to forget hashtag Podesta emails and the many coincidences tied to it, end quote. He did not back off. (laughs) Right. On December 6, 2016, Flynn Jr. was forced out of Trump's transition team. Spokesman Jason Miller did not identify the reason for his dismissal. However, the New York Times reported that other officials had confirmed it was related to the tweet. And now he's the one that's in prison, correct? I believe so. Yeah. 
this is all just theory and conjecture at this point, as we said. But it is rather unnerving regardless. And this is also the main conspiracy that gave legs to one of the biggest news stories of 2019. And that would be Jeffrey Epstein. Who definitely didn't kill himself, just in case you're living under a rock. Epstein didn't kill himself. Um, so that is how we're going to wrap up on this episode of the Mystery Inner History Podcast. And that is the topic we will discuss on the next episode of the Mystery in Our History Podcast. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you have any urban legends or conspiracy theories that you think we should cover, feel free to email us at the number four guys media network at gmail.com. If you like what we're doing, don't forget to subscribe to the Four Guys Media Network YouTube channel for all of our other projects. And uh, if you want to watch another episode, feel free to just click right here. Okay. Uh, please make sure to subscribe, rate us on iTunes, or check us out on SoundCloud by searching MIOH Pod. That's all one word. Lastly, um, we'd love for you to check out our Patreon page, Number Four Guys Media Network, for access to exclusive content like minisodes and much more. And that's not just for Mystery in Our History, that's for all of our shows on all of this uh, platform. Uh, we love doing this and we want to keep providing great content for you guys, and we'd like to do it without interrupting the show with YouTube ads. So your donations are greatly appreciated. Thanks again for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time on the Mystery in Our History podcast.